on air. Hello everyone, welcome to our second episode of the OLC on air. The OLC on air is a podcast series to give law students and graduates insights regarding the legal industry. My name is Kevin and I will be your host for today's episode. Today, we will talk about DRLC in the eyes of alumni. And to discuss this topic with us today, we have two speakers that have special memories of DRLC. Here we have Bang Faro Yusuf as an FHOE graduate and as a partner at SSEK Indonesian Legal Consultants. And also we have Bang Alexander Siragar as an FHOE graduate and as a senior manager content acquisition at the Walt Disney Company Southeast Asia. In this episode of DRLC on Air, we will discuss the experience of alumni, specifically with regards to how DLC has helped propel their careers forward or was a stepping stone towards success in their career life. Besides that, this podcast will also discuss several common fears among law students and how the alumni have overcome those fears or concerns during or post law schools. Without further ado, let's go straight to the topic So the first topic, uh, maybe we're gonna start from Bang Fahrul Yusuf. Bang Fahrul, um, Bang, can you share your experience regarding how you prepared for your career? Um, well, actually, it's 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 a it's good question. Uh, I, I didn't know if I ever prepared for my career. What I knew uh, once I graduated that I would like to explore. Uh, possibilities in being a lawyer in a law firm and uh, at that time there was the if I'm not mistaken I think it was the first DOLC in 2002 uh, me and Alex we 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 filed our application to a number of law firms uh, and I think uh, SSEK was one of them that uh, called us and want us to have the interview So if you're asking us about what did we prepare for our career, I don't think we did something specific. Maybe Alex can add on that, but we just, you know, fall into the trap. We didn't know what was going to happen. Kesera uh, sera, just face the challenge. And um, and I didn't even have a, a, a very good, GPA at that time, to be honest. But uh, uh, when I first entered <laughs> uh, the office uh, uh, at SSEK, uh, yeah, it was a very, uh, apa ya, menakutkan lah. But I did, and look at me now. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so maybe we can move to Bang Alexander for the for the same question. Um, can you share your experience regarding how you prepared for your career, Bang? I think more or less the same with uh, uh, Ilul. I, if I remember correctly, I don't have any specific, I mean, I think at that time you, yeah, the usual thing like, like the documents, like your GPA and everything. And uh, I think you're uh, sort of like, did we have to make an application letter? I think so. I. Sorry, I kind of forgot because it was uh, a long, long way back before. But I think what's more important is that the community that you have with your fellow uh, friends in the call uh, in in the faculty is really important because we kind of share inputs and also tips on how to. Let's say there's a lot of like law law firms participating in days of law credit, if I'm not mistaken. So 
each law firm has a what do you call it a, a special a specificality uh, on which as, as a subject of law that they are focusing so sometimes to get to know better on that you need to have a, a solid sort of like community with with your uh, friends in the faculty so that they could give you like tips and also from your seniors as well so i think that also helps to you know to kind of steer you towards the the best place to 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 apply for a job i think that's i think that's important for me and same with ilul i don't have a very good uh, gpa as well back then but i think that's because we we were always told that okay this law firm especially the big ones would only take the a certain person with a certain gpa so uh, that could be kind of scary at that time especially if if you if you don't have if you don't meet the requirement of the gpa but i think there's a lot of factors to that as well because uh, you can get tips i think on how to present yourself best if you if for instance you don't have all of the requirements that that law firm needs yeah but uh we we were i think bad examples our gpas were not very good but don't follow our steps yeah you guys have to get a good gpa <laughs> all right yeah um indeed, everyone has a different specialty over here yeah yeah i think back then if it's like a uh, um, business law this law firm is the best or if it's a uh, manpower law this law firm is uh, is uh, is the best sort of like that um thank you so much for the answer bang um good relations is very important and indeed everyone has a different specialty so it's good to have good relations with everyone all right so the next topic is how did you find your passion or how did you know which career path that you wanted to take maybe bang alex can answer the question first i think that's not an easy question to answer i think for me personally well when i was younger i i always used to think that you have to work in accordance to your passion but as you grow older i think reality kicks and then sometimes your work is not your passion i think right now even though i shifted my career from uh, from law to entertainment i can probably honestly say to you that my work is at the end is not my passion i mean yes probably it relates to the field that i'm interested in but it's not really uh, i think my passion but to answer your question i think the best thing is if you studied a certain um, field for example me and ilul law and i think it's best for for you guys to to try it out because the only way that you could know whether you are suitable for that work or not is to try it out and then i think coming from me the the training that i had during my law firm i still use it up until now because yeah. i think the the first framework that in in college i can say that you were giving lessons on how on the textbook but when you actually work you will learn so much more uh, you will learn like time management for example and also like uh, human management as well i think because you relates to a different type of person in the in in the office so i think law firm especially uh, at that time uh, my first job was with uh, sseck it's it 
it was a very established and very organized uh, place to work. So I took a lot of lessons from there that I can still apply it up until now. As an example, when you reply an email, usually I tend to change the uh, regarding subject to be in accordance to the to the body of email, right? I mean, in the in, in the creative industry, usually if you just reply the email but with a different subject, they just use the same email but not changing the, you know, the the the, the subject of the email, which kinda make it difficult if you want to trace the the previous emails, right? But in SSCK, for example, they will teach you to be very diligent in, in all of the documentation. And that is one of the things that I also uh, bring to my current job right now. Yeah, maybe for everybody's information, Alex was also in SSCK in his yep. early days. And then he found out that lawyering is not his passion. So that's why he explore other possibilities. So maybe it's not always about finding out what your passion is, but to know what you're not passionate about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the key takeaway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good way of saying it, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, uh, after hearing what you said, um, we definitely know that it's not easy to find your passion, right? And we just gotta try it out because you wouldn't know if you didn't try it. Right. Um, maybe, should we move to Bang Fahrol to, to hear what your opinion is? To what, how do you find your passion and your career path, Bang? Well, um, after being a lawyer for almost 20 years, I, I can say that finding your passion is overrated. Uh, life is not about finding your passion. so. If you think that you're good at something and you can make money out of it, so why not? So don't spend too much of your time trying to explore what my passion is. It's it's going to be a waste of time. So just do what you do best. If you found your passion, you're lucky. It's a keuntungan tambahan. But if you're not, so just let it go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not just all about finding the passion. Just like what you say. It's like you could find what you're not passionate about. So that's yeah. more easier, right? That's easier. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's one of the things that all the listeners could get from you. <laughs> um, maybe we can move to the next topic. Is that what challenges were there when you first applied for a job, and how did you overcome them? Maybe Bang Farul can give your opinion about the topic? Well, the challenges is actually depend on what your target uh, work would be. If you're going to be a lawyer, I think the challenge is you're uh, going to prepare yourself. Uh, for example, uh, if you want to work at a law firm, a particular law firm, you have to find out about what that law firm is good at. And you have to uh, look at yourself, whether you're going to be uh you know uh capable of fulfilling what the law firm wants and that it's not something that everybody going to find out in the very beginning so you're just going to have to do it anyway so don't think too much about it just do it if you find it difficult if you don't like it get another job all right um so we just if you don't like it then you just gotta do do what you yeah don't do. don't 
because we, I don't want to, for example, I don't want to work with uh, someone who is very depressed in, in, in working in a law firm because typically the output would not be very good. Most of my team members, they are very uh, hardworking. I don't know whether they're passionate about lawyering or not, but at least they have the, you know, the, the qualities that we're looking at. For example, a very good team member, uh, a very good communicator, a very good uh, presenter. Those are the qualities that we're looking at. And uh, sometimes whether or not you're passionate about something, it's not really matter. Because, yeah, I think at the end of the day, passion and work kind of is, is different, right? I mean, there's a lot of people who are good at their job, but probably their passion is actually, I don't know, probably painting or, you know, and there's a lot of, I mean, for the ones who could really work in accordance to their passion, it's a total luxury, I think. But most of the times, yeah. I mean, for most us human beings, we ended up we kind of know that okay this is what i this is what we have to do and this is my passion and it doesn't mean that the passion needs to be in line with the work that you do as well i think yeah ilul has has a lot of passion outside of law as well but he does uh, lawyering uh, good and then he can survive until being a partner until now like like what 20 years right yeah all yeah. right so yeah as we knew passion and work it could be com completely different because like, be completely maybe, different, yeah. yeah. And, but if your work is according to your passion, that, that will be so much better, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, 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 of course. Okay. Um, maybe we can move to Bao, Alex. So Bao, what challenges were there when you first applied for a job and also how did you overcome them? I remember during my first, uh, when I first applied to SSEK, I think, uh, how to kind of impress the bosses up there with the mediocre GPA that I had that back then. That's the first thing. But I think also the peer pressure, because I mean, for me uh, personally, I had a certain image of what a top law firm would be, whether it would be long working hours, whether it would be very com uh, competitive, because there was a lot of like, uh, not gossip, yeah. Kabar burung, kabar yeah, probably gossip, but not gossip, but just like, like, like people would tell, tell, yeah, you know, in this law firm, it's very competitive that they would, uh, uh, you have to work long hours, or if you don't lock your drawers or your working desk, then your work would be uh, taking credit by someone else. So there's, so there's a lot of peer pressure, I think, for uh, for me, but. Yeah, again, I think you just need to kind of, in a way, let it go and then just try to try to flow, try to write with the flow of the uh, place that you're working with. I think with all of the proce procedures. And at that time, again, I must say that SSIK has a very clear uh, procedures for all of their new uh, hiring. So it's it really helps, I think. Yeah, for me. The relationship that you have with the, you, with your fellow um, colleagues, I think that's really important as well. Because in the office, you would find colleagues that would actually genuinely help you, you know. And that's I think it's a bonus as well. I mean, people would people would say that uh, to have a colleague that could actually be a friend and that, that can help you is actually uh, it's a I think it's really important for me though. 
oh, we help yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think that <laughs> during my days, during my days, uh, I think that that is the one thing that I really remember is that this uh, the same satu angkatan new employee really help each other. There were no like backstabbing competition at that time. Oh, of course there were there there uh, there was competition, but there was no yang jatuhin sikut kiri kanan gitu ikutan ya. Yeah yeah no I I don't remember of that being happened say. Uh, all right, thank you so much for the answer, bang. Indeed, there's a lot of pressure, but you you, you just gotta like to need, let it go and like try to ride with the flow because like. Um, you need to have your own pace, and like it's also important to have good relations with your colleagues and oh. to help each other. Nevin, I think I, what I I think I want to add something uh, something else. Expectation is good, but to have a very to have a very certain expectation, especially if you just graduated, I think it could it could be a little bit dangerous because in reality, what your expectation and in reality, some most of the time really is really different right so if you if you already have mm-hmm. this uh, this certain expectation that okay in my first job it it needs to be in this law firm blah 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 i need to be in it i need to be in it too and then suddenly it doesn't turn out that way maybe it's not bad but it's not but it's not really according to your initial expectation but if you have two uh, two solid expectation on the very beginning sometimes for me it would get you disappointed uh, quite easily which in reality probably it's it's not it's not that big of a deal you know you know what i mean yeah for sure um, all right um that's really interesting bang alex and maybe we can like uh, next to the next topic is that uh, can you share your experience regarding days of law career and um perhaps how you heard about it Uh, about the application process and etc. And what opportunities that have you received from days of law career? Maybe um, Bang Fahrul can start to give his opinion about the days of law career. Well, my days of law career were were was in 2002. I think it's very very dated. Uh, at if I'm not mistaken, it was the first time. Um, and at that time, I had no idea what. Uh, DOLC was uh, when we came into the uh, when we were on a break uh, between classes yeah. we came into the I think it's the the auditorium area and then there were a lot of stands uh, offering job opportunities and we just we were just curious and we talked with each of the uh, uh, penjaga stand at that time uh, we we went to HHP booth, we went to SSCK booth, we went to many other booths, Makarim, MKK, we, 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 we tried to collect their pamphlets and everything. And then what I did was, uh, at that time, there was a special form for you to complete, for you to fill in. And I make as many as I can and put in each and every booth. Yeah, Yeah, that's actually what I did. So if you ask me, how did i uh, uh come across the olc it's just pure luck because i didn't know at that time <laughs> oh, so uh, it's not just pure luck <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, you, you you give yourself a lot of opportunities. You came to to the job tent and you you, you get your opportunities to look at other uh, job tents. Yeah, uh, maybe Bang Alex, can you share your experience regarding the the days of locker too, Bang? I think it's pretty much the same with uh, I think uh, Ilul. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I remember there's a lot of uh, law, law firms are opening their booths. Of course, being a law student at that time, HAP was one of the, it's like, how to put it? It's like a big movie opening and then people are like really queuing to, just yeah. to, to get the, the brochures and everything. And then I think at each year there was this sort of like ranking of the best law firms. So we all tried to, okay, which... Which one of the best law firms? Okay, we should take this uh, pamphlets and everything. But again, yeah, same with Ilul. I don't have any like. I just try to to submit the to fill in the forms to as much as law firm as possible, and then yeah. try my luck. I think. Hmm, okay, so both of you, Bang Alex and Bang Farul, it's like yeah, you just try your luck at the days of law career 2002. Wow, it's been way back long 2002 now it's 2021 it's the first time you all see two back then uh maybe um what do you get what opportunities that you received from days of luck career bang maybe bang alex can like uh, share what your opportunities that you received from days of luck career back then i think the opportunities for me is to get to get to know better on the different law firms that are that are existing out there and then yeah, I think that is one of the thing, and also to able to in, because usually in days of lockery, if I, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, the ones that are mm, assigned to to take care of the booths are like newly recruits as well, right? I mean, like one or two years in the law firm, right? So, being as a, a student at that time, and then seeing like your seniors, but still in their early days of career in that office as well if you could interact directly with them you you would feel apa ya nanyanya itu bisa lebih you could be more open i think you could be more open in a way that okay for for example i don't have that that good of a gpa for, uh, but i think i'm really interested to to be a part of this corporate restructuring team in your law uh, in your law firm so what what, what should i do uh, next and then having the having a junior person in in the law office that you would uh, you will be applying kind of helps to have a more honest and not really uh, pressuring conversation i think okay so like you get to know better about the the, the job the law firms yeah right yeah okay that, thank you for the answer but maybe we can move to the topic the next topic is that um, what do you want to say to all the law students and all the job seekers out there um, that are listening to this podcast? Bang, maybe um, Bang Alex can can give some of your statements to all the listeners out there. Uh, again, I think uh, there's no right or wrong in finding a job. I think or to 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 build your career. Coming from my experience, what I learned in law firm, I mean, up until now, especially in the creative industry, people would, as an example, people would be afraid if they were given like a, like a thick contract, especially if it's in English. But from what my days in SSIKA taught me is that for me, I'm not really practicing law a- anymore, but 
still up until now, especially for with Disney, because we are dealing with so many uh, different international uh, companies as well. So whenever there's a contract, especially if it's in English, then usually all of the creative people would say, okay, uh, I don't know how to read a contract or just, so why don't you, why don't you give it to Alex? And it really helps from uh, my training with as a seeker because I can still know, okay, this contract, the really important thing is this part, this part, this part, this part, and this, this, this part would kind of, it's kind of dangerous for, from, uh, to be put in that contract. You may not know exactly because there would be a legal department on that, but you would know how to skim the contract, how to read it, and to have a, a overview general of the business uh, of the business side of the contract. So that's really important, I think. And that can only, for me, that can only be thought in, in the in my law firm uh, days. I think so. That's very important. And then the second one, I think, is it's not easy to 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 write in english especially a proper english and for uh, indonesian in the creative industry again there's not a lot of people who could really uh, deliver what they are what they are trying to say in a proper um, english documentation so having my training in law firm i think that that kind of helps to set the pathway too because if you cannot really communicate um, clearly what you're trying to say, especially if it's in English, then the, pe the people that you are talking to would not get the message. So I think the for me, the training, even though I've shifted career, the training that I had during my law firm still is still very important for me up until now. All right. There, uh, there's a lot of things that other listeners out there could get from you, Alex. And it's just very amazing um, how we could get a lot of things from you. And maybe Bang Fahrul can also give what you want to say to all the law students and all the job seekers out there. They are listening to this podcast, Bang. Basically, once you graduated from FHOE, your opportunities uh, are endless. If you don't know what to do, uh, I would say you should try lawyering because that is the most logical thing to do uh, but if you know that you don't want to be a lawyer you can try everything else uh, it's proven that a lot of FHOE alumni who, who are very successful but not a lawyer so don't be afraid uh, to try uh, uh, things that are not meant to be uh, meant for a uh, lawyers a uh, law school graduate yeah we have a live example here bang alex and i have also a number of friends who are fhoe uh graduate as well but not a lawyer uh, for example uh, i have one who is a chef and he's very successful at it so i mean it, ideally you should know what you want to be that is the very ideal situation but if you don't know just explore new things don't be afraid all right so because we have to try out things to experience by ourselves everyone yeah because once we once we enter this there are endless opportunities inside of it um all right and i think I've been, if i may add i think this also relates to the passion and the work thing yeah sure i think right now there's not a lot of uh, entertainment lawyers that i 
came upon with that are really um, aware or accustomed with all of this entertainment industry, especially with streaming and uh, streaming and digital entertainment uh, booming up. So I think we need more uh, entertainment lawyers. I think a good one, especially because there's a, as you can see, there's a lot of like Indonesian film being distributed by uh, in the U.S. or in the uh, outer region of Indonesia. So to have that entertainment lawyers that are capable to to handle uh, entertainment deals are really important. So again, I think you might be working as a lawyer, but you have a passion in movie, for example, then you could be probably you could expand your knowledge to become an, a good entertainment lawyer. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's really important because there's not a lot of, uh, I think entertainment lawyers right now, especially if it's concerning the digital rights and everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much for the answer, Bang. Uh, indeed, we need oh, we need more entertainment lawyer. Maybe in the future there will be more entertainment lawyer, the good one that are capable. Um, all right, I'm pretty sure that all of us still have plenty of questions. But however, unfortunately, we have run out of time. And with that, I'll give several key takeaways for our discussion today. So the first one would be: it's very important to try and have good relations with everyone. And also, uh, we need to try everything. Just try everything because we would never know if we never try. And yeah. also, like Bang Alex and Bang Faru said, is that life isn't all about finding the passion. And also, it's much more easier to find what isn't your passion about. And most of the time, we just got to write with the flow and be able to adapt to how the company does things and so on and give yourself as much opportunities as you can because opportunities are endless and we just need to try out things to experience by ourselves and don't be afraid to try out things um i hope this session can provide an insight for all listeners out there i also want to give a big thank you to our speakers today bang fahro and bang alexander for willing to share your time and experience for dlc on air today on the next episode, we will discuss regarding the transformation of the legal industry in the fourth industrial revolution. To get the latest update of our podcast, follow us on our Spotify, DOLCFOE. That's all for me. Thank you for listening and have a good day.